Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Game Room, your soon-to-be weekly podcast for discussions in all things gaming, or at least all the interesting stuff. I'm the bucket-wielding host, Michael McLeod, and joining me, as always, is Chambara champion, Dwight Robinson. What's going on? We're back after a hiatus. <laughs> I told you just now, you learned the truth just now, that I did not post our last episode. So, listeners, yeah, it's been, what, at this rate, two weeks since... Four weeks. Four weeks, yeah. <laughs> Four weeks since our last episode, so we didn't go anywhere. Uh, we had a bit of a snafu with that last episode. I meant to record a... Whoops, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. So that what happened with the last episode is... Uh, we're not going to name names here, but somebody... <laughs> somebody... Uh, <laughs> had a critical error with their recording. And uh, we started to re-record it. We did re-record it. And um, it just it just wasn't... I wasn't... You know, I wouldn't fail it. It was not good, so I just didn't post it, and I did not communicate that. That's all on me. I'm sorry. I should have been more on top of that, but we're back, and we haven't been doing a whole lot. There's a lot of games that have been played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess we can kick it off with that right now. Also, uh, I'm just going to give you a heads up, listeners. This is going to be the last episode of this format, uh, at least for a while. Probably not the last ever. We'll still do these, of course. But uh, a lot of, like, amateur-level video game podcasts, mm. they just do this. They, we talk about the news, and then we talk about what we've been playing. Mm. Uh, you can get the news elsewhere. I mean, mm. <laughs> you know? Um, of course, we like to chime in and give our, like, takes on stuff. I mm. think you and I especially have, like, a... I don't want to say a... Uh, controversial take that's not really what i say <laughs> we kind of zig when other people zag if that makes sense yeah yeah i'll say so <laughs> yeah definitely um so i mean i, I want to continue that i think that's something that we bring something good and having duffer on and stuff like that is uh he definitely is different than us mm. <laughs> and they need no shit that we don't know like he said that meme the other day i was like oh okay had i not looked this up prior i would have been like what the hell i don't i don't know yeah <laughs> He's he's a, he's a strange fellow, Duffer, but I, I like him. <laughs> not that we're not strange. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, expect a brief hiatus uh, after this episode. I'll keep you informed um, as to what we're doing. Obviously, Dwight and listener mm-hmm. on our Twitter, which is uh, Game Room Pod. That's where you will be able to hit us up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little more active on there, and hopefully be a little more active on our social medias. I rarely check. But with that, uh, be it that it's going to be our last episode of this type, and we have a lot of stuff we've been playing, go for it, Dwight. You have a lot of stuff on here. I have a lot of stuff on here. I guess I'll start with um, the only Series X game that I played really since I... Actually, no, that's not true. Um, I have a couple others, uh, last minute changes that I just remembered. You, you about. have a, you have a lot of PS5 this week. It's very out of character for you. Not really yeah. out of character, but yeah. you do, you do what I do though, where you're like, hmm, I haven't touched this console in a while. Let me aggressively try to find stuff to play on it. So I'm adding it to this now as we speak. Um, but there's one game I'm just gonna go through that first. Um, I finished up. Um, Deedlet in Wonderland. Um, since the last time that we um, that we were on the oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize I had physical copies. By the way, I might have to pick it up. Yeah, eventually when it gets cheaper. Obviously, I'm not 
especially if it's on Game Pass. But so I mean, it's it's a pretty good game. I know it's you streamed that. I watched it. Yeah, I, I streamed the uh, the boss gauntlet that they had at the end. Jesus oh, okay, Christ! Okay. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because there the game gets a lot of shit for being easy. I wouldn't say that it's easy. I would just say that you your character gets so powerful that it kind of mm. it trivializes a lot of like the encounters because you're super powerful, you know. And you can do that uh, Ikaruga yeah. thing where you're switching between fire and and wind, so you can heal yourself at any time by just switching to the opposite color and. You know, there's a lot. Of, it's built into it for you to not, you know, for it to not be like super hard, which I'm fine with. Because I mean, the challenge is still there because you still have to do it. But then it's not like you know, finger breaking or whatever. Um, well, being easy and not being hard are two different things, right. in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. So. I don't. I, I wouldn't agree with saying that it's like it's super easy. What a lot of people have been saying, but it's not like frustratingly hard. That's. Um, but yeah, that uh, that boss rush gauntlet though that. That definitely gave me. A, that was like the only time that I died multiple times, you know, right. trying to like beat a boss or whatever because you had to do them all. Um, and then the final boss after that was was pretty crazy. But you know, I think the game as a whole, you know, it was a great game, and um, I liked that it was relatively short because this is the very first Metroidvania I've ever beaten. Yeah. Enough things were happening, <laughs> you know, and the story is pushing along quickly enough so that I had incentive to just like go through it yeah as opposed to it's not wasting your time yeah as opposed to just like, like wandering game. around and then like you get an upgrade and you wander around and you don't really know where you're supposed to be going and i kind of felt that way do you play hollow knight um like, i played hollow knight for like an hour and then just fell off like i was into it like i thought it was pretty good but then i had those moments where i'm just like where the fuck do i go yeah what the fuck do i do That's... and it's just like stuff like that just is like it just hits the brakes yeah for me. i'm just I'm like, like yeah no, I'm, do i don't want to play it anymore. i mean it's, it's it plays yeah. really well and i can see why a lot of people love it but i just i don't like the wandering around aimlessly i love thing. the style <laughs> i like the combat yeah. it was smooth yeah. but yeah no I, i'm the same way i'm just like i got other shit to do with my time yeah i, so, I don't like this shit you know i can't i can't I wander around anymore. for an hour and a half trying to figure out like some like super cryptic ass thing yeah i'm supposed to go find nah yeah, I, I, i'm not with that there, one the last um actually the last metroidvania that i really loved playing but it ultimately fell off of was um uh, and I can't remember the name. The one that was made by Igarashi. Doesn't help me. Um, Igarashi. Oh, Bloodstain. Bloodstain. Yeah, I love yeah. Bloodstain. Oh, I didn't finish that. I, didn't I actually finish played it, it a decent amount too, and yeah. I I thought it was pretty good. I got I got actually. really far. I just started falling off near the end because then, you know, near the end the map is just like huge, and then oh, I didn't even I didn't even get halfway through. I'm sure you had so. to like get. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember why I fell off, but I fell off. But it's a really great game. Did though. you play the Curse of the Moon ones, like the the the, the, the like NES style ones uh, that came out? No, I don't uh, think so. Dude. That first one, I didn't play the second one, but that first one was really good. It like I enjoyed it a lot. I heard that it was good, and I mean it looked good, but I don't have the same nostalgia for NES games that everybody yeah, no, else does. <laughs> it still plays but, yeah. good, and it it's easier than like a nes game would be yeah but it still has like a challenge to it i think so it's like it's not like throw your controls to the window hard but it's it's i'm trying uh, to think <laughs> honestly the only two nes games that i ever really liked playing was um gunsmoke and bionic commando and that's it mm. like i never mm-hmm. i didn't have that same i was all sega uh, all the we time had, at that we point. had gunsmoke <laughs> we had of course legends legend of zelda was the first game i ever played 
period. Yeah. And of course, when I'm like five or six or however old I am, mm. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Right. <laughs> like, I'm just lost. But I still like enjoyed the fact that I could. Of course, we had Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> the the Sunsoft, the Sunsoft classic. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good game. It was hard as hard as I mean, hell, all like, of them were. <laughs> Kirby, <laughs> I think I, I still feel like Kirby's the only not hard game on the original Nintendo. Uh, uh, you know, now that you're saying that, oh, we had Blaster Master too. That also game, that one game wasn't as bad. Like it was hard. <laughs> mm. Blaster Master, I have those Blaster Master Zero games on Switch. I have yet to really commit too much time to. I played the first one; it was pretty good. I played, I played some of them, and I also have like Luminous Adventure, X, and and some of those, which is. It's not you know super related, but it's in the 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 family of games that are kind of like Mega Man, but not really. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. that one, and then um, um, you have the nostalgia. Play what's it? Was a Azure Striker Gunvolt? That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So that yeah, you know yeah, Azure yeah. Striker Gunvolt, Luminous Avenger X, and a couple of those. I have those, and I haven't really played through them. Um, mm. But yeah, so I beat that, and right after that, I was like, you know what? I still want to play a game similar to that. Um, so I started playing Ender Lily. I think it's Ender Lilies. Maybe I'm think I'm typing that wrong. Uh, I think it is Ender Lilies. I seem to remember friend of the show joel talking about that yeah um last year or last yes well, last year so this was like a pc game that they ported over to the consoles um and it's another metroidvania it's funny i like the the look of these games and the gameplay but i hate Mm -hmm. like just sitting around being lost for a long time yeah yeah which is it's just it's i don't know it's just kind of that's why i I was i i started playing axum axum verge not that long ago and i was like yeah all right cool and then i was like "Eh, yeah and just fell off (laughs) that's why that's why i haven't gotten back to there's like um there's some indie ones called uh momodora and then there's uh, a the sequel to that um which i have both of them and i just fell off and haven't really gotten back to them because i'm like i don't I don't want to spend you know hours and hours and hours playing this. You know, it's it, it's hard, it's hard as a, as like a, a grown ass adult yeah. to like commit time to this sometimes. That's what, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those times where I completely disagree with all the reviewers talking shit about Dila in Wonderland. To me, it was the perfect one because it was short enough and to the point enough that it kept my attention and I wanted to mm-hmm. actually get through and beat it and everything. So I like yeah, that. I prefer a, a more of like. Everyone loves Symphony of the Night, which I do. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, it's a great but game. I prefer yeah. Super Castlevania Four over Symphony of the Night any day of the week, just because it's like level based. Mm-hmm. It's a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. I'm never lost. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, I for me it was um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Rondo of Blood. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. not okay. wait. Hold on. Not Rondo of Blood. What was the one I was on Genesis? Bloodlines? Bloodlines. Was it Bloodlines? I know it was Blood something, yeah. Bloodlines is the one. Yeah, yeah, Blood something. Bloodlines was the one, was like the first (laughs) Castlevania that I really like played, and it blew me away. I was like, holy shit. I mean, um, Symphony of the Night, yeah, is absolutely a classic, but I prefer playing Bloodlines over that. (laughs) I think that is, uh, I think that's on the um, Castlevania collection that's on Switch. I Mm -hmm. I didn't really play that one growing up, but I might give it a go now. You don't play as a uh, Belmont in that one. You play as like yeah, it's like Eric Lacard two and random John persons. Yeah. Okay, good job. I, you could have just made those I names up, and I would have just played the shit out yeah. of that game. <laughs> you play as uh, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Okay, sounds good, dude. I would play the shit out of that game. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, Ender Lilies is is really well made game. I mean, I didn't get okay. super far into it. Um, 
but I, I love the I love the the style, of course, and then the fact that you're pretty much like a defenseless little girl or whatever that has to rely on these stands to like you know fight for her or whatever. All the little and all the little animations kind of like you know drives at home. So when they're attacking, she's kind of like you know ducking away and moving away once they, when they're attacking something else. And then your dodge is basically just you like diving face first into the ground or whatever. It's not a graceful, you know, tactical roll or anything like that. So um, I thought that it's was not pretty like cool. Like card where you just like slide backwards or anything. yeah, <laughs> so not, nothing cool like that. So you can tell that this, you know, character or whatever obviously cannot fight worth shit, <laughs> but Mm-mm. you know, it has to rely on you know when you beat a you boss. Do what you gotta do. When you beat a boss, you get like um, you get like another stand or whatever to to or a ghost warrior or whatever that fights for you, and each of them corresponds to a specific button. And of course, you can move it around and do different stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, so, I've also been playing uh, as I'm. You know, rapid fire some of these. I'm gonna attack on some of these too, yeah. just because we played similar things, mm-hmm. or I could add my experiences. So, did at least three games on this list I played. So four. Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, let me get that one out the out the way. <laughs> yeah. So I like Ghostwire Tokyo. I liked how it looked, you know, the setting and everything, just like I thought I would. Um, I think the music was pretty good, you know, just like... I think we pegged this before you even played it. Yeah. <laughs> right? What was going to happen? The story was pretty cool and everything, and I was playing it, you know, I was enjoying it up until, like, it starts opening up, and then I'm like, all right, and then I did a couple of shrines, and I'm doing the combat, and then I'm sneaking behind stuff, and, like, you know hitting them and then they disappear and then <laughs> yeah <they're> like once <laughs> once the game really starts opening up and then the map is just like oh and all the little points of interest start popping up and then like i'm slowly realizing it's like wow the combat's really not going to get any more crazy than this is it <laughs> you know um yeah. minorly but not but not by a whole yeah lot. i'm just like that yeah. gameplay loop like it it has a like uh it, it does have a progression right yeah like, there is more and I more did, to do slowly i did look at like but the, unlike the some games where it's just like a, a trek uphill this is like a very slow incline yeah what you're doing at the beginning of that game is not really that different than what you're doing at the end of the game that's what it that's what it looked like because i i skimmed through the the upgrades it is different but not by a lot <laughs> i skimmed through the upgrades and it was like oh well you know you can charge your shots now and oh you can you know fire quick more quickly and you can shoot out more than one at a time and i'm just kind of like so is there any other mechanics or is this this is what i'm going to be doing it's like well, this is pretty much what you're going to be doing i was just like yeah and you, your tactics change okay. based on <laughs> like some of the stuff you have yeah. but yeah it's it's all very like it's it's a it's a lot like i kind of almost put this in the same loop as like assassin's creed odyssey yes not not the same thing yes. but it's like it has a very like obvious like played out loop and that's all you do really the whole game I, I, that's that's actually if you like that cool if you don't it's not gonna win it's you honestly exactly what i thought when i started playing it i was like bro this is like assassin's creed or far cry just like in japan with like no guns it was <laughs> which is basically what it is no guns or no and no melee really well i mean there's kind of like a melee slap that you do yeah but, it's more like a push yeah. yeah it's not really a melee so it's it's to me parsley anyway it just i love the look of it and i feel like there have been so much cool stuff they could do with that combat system and they they don't really do that and i still feel like maybe they had 
different ideas for it and they had to scale them back due to time constraints or whatever yeah i'm thinking time or money probably something. put a hindrance on some yeah, of that stuff something kind of if there's ever a sequel i look i look very much forward to like what they might do. right yeah there, there's a potential for a sequel it left on a promising note that there could be a sequel. Yeah. so yeah it's just there there wasn't enough variety in the combat for me to like really stick with it but it was i, I did yeah, think I it looked good um <clears throat> so moving from that i played akai for a little bit um no. i had rented that and surprisingly i think it looked really good for you know going off of like the what the budget you know may have been or whatever yeah no for like an indie for game a, like know, environmental indie budget game or whatever i thought it was pretty cool um but uh, it was it's i don't want to say it's really janky but it's like really close to janky you know the, yeah, nah, it with it. the characters talking everything i thought was 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 all right but then the way that they're t- like she's talking she's like narrating it's hard to explain whatever i'm not even she's narrating shit that doesn't need to be yeah narrated. she's I, like I, she's I like explaining what's happening it's like explain what you're supposed to, to be doing to yeah to nobody <laughs> in a way that you wouldn't talk to yourself it's just you're yeah, specifically nah. talking to someone and telling them what's going on, but there's nobody there. So it's not like a game where it's like, oh, well, you know, what's going on? Maybe I should head over there and see what's going on or whatever. No, it's not that. Yeah, there, there are not... more clever ways. I, I it it wasn't even that. I talked about it, but <clears throat> so it was just like, weird. oh, well, it looks like these things are happening, and I need to get this thing so I can get past this thing. And I'm like, yeah, that shit you think you don't I'm say like, out Wait, loud. What? <laughs> I mean, I was happy for it because I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing, but it was just yeah. it was super odd because, like, yeah. you know, horror games. Also, are the thing to be really falling vague. out of the tree did that look as goofy to you as it did super to me? Super goofy. It didn't. I guess it was supposed yeah. to be a jump scare, but when it happened, I, I was guess. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was more like a jump laugh, though. Because <laughs> really, you know, it's just like the hell, it's like if uh, if like a uh, like an animatronic Chuck E. Cheese head just like you know landed in front of you or something. It was just it was just weird looking. <laughs> more random than scary I yeah think. so yeah but you know um and then when you die <laughs> well I mean, this could be a good and bad thing you immediately you know respawn to where you were pretty much um it's super quick but then it makes it so that death is really trivial because there's no like game over screen there's no you die brr, 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 or anything like that yeah you just like it's like you, uh, try that again yeah and there's not even like an animation of anything happening like there's a yeah, the when you're trying to yeah. run back to the the temple and you're trying to go through this little fire maze thing and when the fire hits you you just see like this sega genesis looking wall that's of fire. actually where i died <laughs> there's like a sega genesis wall of fire that pops up like altered beast or whatever and then it's just like whoop it turns to black and yep. it comes back and you're just like back again and i'm like oh okay there's no like normally in horror games, you know. There's like a long drawn animation of her like, you know, getting emulated. That didn't happen, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's all you get. I, I took about five minutes, but it was so quick. I was just like, do 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 do, and then restart. Do 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 do, ah, oh, can't go that way. Do 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 do, you know. So it's, <laughs> it's I don't know. It kind of it removed all tension from that like all together no I, I could get that um i stopped playing it pretty quickly i, I don't know i how. got a little farther than that i did go back to um the temple and then when you get back it's all dark and she's like oh well i need to find this thing and you know to to fight the the demons that are coming or whatever and i'm like what how the fuck do you know that <laughs> like but anyway so she goes 
And I go into the little temple thing. I can't find where I'm supposed to be going or doing. And she's not talking anymore. I'm like, well, you was telling me. It's like, now I need yeah, you to say something. Yeah, now I need you to tell me what the fuck is going on. And you're not saying anything. And that's when I fell off. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But. Ship that shit right back. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it. I mean, it's a, it's a you know, um, budget game. So, whatever. Yeah, you gotta take it what it is. So, um, I think it's fifteen dollars normally. I think that fifteen dollars is justified. So, uh, maybe five or ten. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, so speaking of budget budget games, um, Hood. So I played this because that was free. It was right? free. They released it on on PlayStation Plus. I don't think it's up there anymore now. I, I think it was for like last month. Um, the weird thing is, I thought that it was launching last month. When it went on PlayStation Plus, and when I was playing, it's an online-only game. So just to get that out of the way, um, I jumped. You know, I played, and there's a guy that I guess he was a vet, and he's been playing for like he said, yeah, the game came out like last year, and nobody plays. So, and I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. so it came out a year ago. I didn't even know that it came out a year ago. I thought that I remember seeing like trailers and stuff for like uh, for this game. And then never even, never even realized that the game has been out for a while. Um, so he was describing how to, you know, play the game and what to do with the uh, the different characters and you know the gameplay and everything like that. And it was it was four players in this room, I think, and he was the only vet. And then there's three other people who are new, just like me, that just jumped in. And we played for a little bit, and I mean, it was kind of fun because we were playing with, you know, people who know how to play the game or whatever, or somebody was teaching how to play the game. Um, but I could see why nobody plays this game. He said that it's been dead for the longest time, and um, apparently when it dropped on PlayStation Plus, you know, they got an influx of new uh, new people playing it, but then it just, you know, it's still kind of dead. Um, it's a weird setup. So you sneak into a location and you're supposed to steal, like you sneak in, it's kind of like multiplayer thief. Uh, I was actually about to ask if it was like thief the way you were describing yeah. it. Kind of remind me of thief when I saw those trailers anyway. Yeah, so it's a lot like that. So it's basically it's four people and you can spread out and do whatever. Um, but ultimately you have to get in somewhere and then make off with the treasure. So to do that... You have to find out, you know, find who has the key, pickpocket the key or kill that character, whatever, and take the key. Um, get past guards or whatever to go to a location to open the secure vault or whatever and get the treasure chest. Then one person has to walk with it while the other three either protect that person, lure away the guards or whatever. And then you get to the extraction point, which is like a, a winch or whatever hooked up to your boat so you can leave. Once you once you get the treasure onto the extraction point and then start, you know, winching that shit, um, all these guards start flooding in from everywhere and it turns into... Fucking Left 4 Dead at right, that point. Right, and it turns into Left 4 Dead at that point. <laughs> um, which, of course, most of the characters, there's like... And there's different classes. You know, there's the Robin class, which is the archer. Um, of course. Uh, which is terrible at melee, but he has really good, you know, long-range attacks and blah, blah, blah. Then there's like the... Um, the, I forgot the name of these characters, but the I guess like the Friar or whatever. And he has a ball and chain that can do long distance attacks and he can heal people. Then there's also um, uh, this big ass like melee character who has like a giant sword or a giant hammer or whatever. 
and he can open gates like portcullises or whatever. Another thing is when you set off alarms, gates close. You have to find. You can't just go straight to an objective. You have to like find some yeah. other way and climb up over something or whatever to get there. So that big dude can like lift those back up so you can get through faster or whatever. Um, and he, and he can also like fight you know one on one with like the the um, officers and stuff like that, which normally could so- fuck up everybody else very easily. So you just playing with randos, or do you find some people to play with? I just play with randos. I mean, who the hell okay. do I know playing Hood right now? <laughs> Man, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, it was it was pretty fun, but it's just kind of like, it was very one-note. There's pretty much literally only one thing that you do, and it was that. So It seems like somebody just took ideas from, like, Payday, and, like, Left 4 mm-hmm. Dead, and, like, Thief, yep. and, like, Assassin's Creed Unity. Yep. And they're like, yeah, I want to take a little bit of each yep. of these. And then made it into a game, which is, is not a bad idea. Hey, you know, but whatever works. It's just, right? it's still really limiting, you know, and it's a game where you can get, like... <laughs> it's like it needs to be an extra part of another game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it like this, needs a campaign. This, this being the entire game is just, is not it. And then there's really only a couple of different classes. And, of course, there's, you know, cosmetics and shit that you can buy and everything, but it's kind of like... Of course. Yeah, this can't be the whole thing, man. So, but anyways, Mm-mm. apparently, yeah, the game came out, like, a year ago, which is, it blows me away. I didn't even know it came out. <laughs> I remember us talking about it, and I remember us talking about it. it's going to be on PlayStation. Yeah, I remember seeing trailers. Like, okay, uh, I'll try that out. Whatever. Had no idea it launched already. <laughs> I claimed it on PlayStation, and I just didn't. I haven't even bothered fooling with it. Yeah. So yeah, apparently that was to save it because it was it was dead for a while. It was drowning. So that's kind of weird. But anyways, um, so speaking of another uh, free to play game, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation. Yeah, yeah, this was all you right here. Uh. So, <laughs> Code Fairy is actually... Alright, so, Mobile Mo- Suit Gundam Battle Operation is a free-to-play multiplayer shooter, right? It's third person. You have sure. a bunch of Gundams <laughs> from all the different decades of Gundam uh, stuff and everything. And it's a pretty good game. It's you know free-to-play or whatever. So, Code Fairy is different. Code Fairy is a uh, single-player... Ex- it's not an expansion. It's like a single-player experiment, really. So they took the engine that they used for the multiplayer game and then actually made a single player game out of it. And the interesting thing about this game is that not only did they make a single player campaign or whatever, it's split up into chapters like episodes. So there's three Hmm. main parts and each part has five episodes. So, you know, of course, when you get all three parts or whatever, then you have all 15 episodes. So this was released last year. Um episodically they would release one and then the next month they did another one and the reason why they did that is because it's set up like an anime like it's an anime season and when you're i got you when you're playing the game it's literally an anime so there's intro credits it shows the episode like it's actually you know the cutscenes or whatever are done like an anime episode um and then when they start like their mission for that episode you play the mission so then when you play the mission and then you know, it's usually like one or two parts of it, and then like different things can happen or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then after the mission, you have like the after mission, you know, part of the episode or whatever, the second half of the episode, and then there's ending credits. And then you see like a next time on the next episode, just like, you know, like, uh, so it's literally just watching an anime. And the time it takes for you to play through that mission is about 20 minutes or so, just like an anime episode. So it's, it's very interesting because I've seen other games try to do that, but this is the first time I've seen a game actually do it, 
and it uses 2D um, 2D animation. Like you could cut all the like all the little anime cutscenes in this and have like an actual anime season. You know, hmm. so it's very interesting the way they set it up that way. Yeah, I didn't care at all when you had written this down, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm mildly more interested now. It's it's. And I mean, it, it is completely single player, but as you progress... That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, I figured. So as you progress, it does link up with the main Mobile Suit Gundam game, Battle Operation game. So you'll unlock stuff in one, and then they'll unlock stuff in the other, and they link together and all that. So there's incentive there for you to do that. Um, it mm-hmm. also has like its own simulator battles. Um, they're like single player simulator battles, where as you play, you can unlock... Um, when you're playing the main story mode, you're playing whatever suit that they have for that particular mission. But you can do simulator battles, which will take those missions, and you can play. You can use whatever fuck, you know, suit that you've unlocked and all sorts of stuff. Um, hmm. So I mean, for Gundam ner- nerds, this is great. And the thing is, the story. I thought it was just going to be some random throwaway story. This is like, it's like a side story, legitimate. Gundam yeah, that story. takes place after the Universal Century, or whatever, which is like. Oh. I don't know anything about so that. So, the original the original series, Mobile Suit Gundam, that was from like the 70s and 80s. That. This takes place right after that. So, they oh, mentioned... Well, then I'd probably be alright They mentioned all okay. the characters from that, but the way that they talk about them is you could tell that these people don't really know what's going on with a lot of the other stuff, but they'll mention all the... Um, I forgot what they call them, like the White Ghost or something like that, which they're referring to Amuro Ray's like mobile suit or whatever, uh, the Gundam. Um, so they're not aware of the Gundam. And the next thing that's cool about it, you're not playing as the Federation. So you're not playing as the people that have, like, the Gundams and stuff. You're playing as, like, the Zakus and shit. So it's a team. It's huh. this, like, um, secret mobile ops team that's in the United States, you know, stationed somewhere in California or whatever. And then it's a team of Zakus. So these are, like, the grunt um, mobile suits. But then they get upgraded as the story goes along or whatever to get more and more powerful. So the Federation, which are normally always the good guys in these games, and, like, the Xeon, which are always the bad guys in these games, it's flipped. So now you're fighting against, like, these, um, they call them witch hunters or whatever, which are these Federation enemies or whatever. They're just, like, super crazy. And it's not, you know, without getting into the weeds, it was very interesting as, like, someone who, you know, I occasionally watch Gundam stuff. Uh, But the story is actually really damn, it's pretty interesting. I'm more interested than, than you know, like I say, than what you initially... Because I actually liked Mobile Suit Gundam, like, the original. I don't really get past that, though. Because it's just... When you start throwing in, like, a ton of different Gundams, it's just like, I kind of... I don't know. The specialness of the one Gundam is lost a little bit. Yeah. So. I mean, most of them, they're all different timelines. So, when I say, like, Universal Century timeline, that's the original Mobile yeah, Suit Gundam I... and, like, all the stuff that came after that. I never kept up with it that yeah. much, but that's interesting. How much is this, like, uh, by the way? If you just wanted to play the single player stuff, how much would you? I got it playing? on sale, I think, for like twenty or something like that. I don't really remember. It might be worth checking out eventually. Not right now, but I mean, I'll put it on a wish list if anything, and then you know, give it a go. And the the way that the combat works is kind of without getting super in the weeds about that. Um, at first, it feels sluggish. But then as you learn how to play it, you notice that, so it's really, it's set up so that anytime you do something, they have, you know, there's like a really long recovery period. You like swing something and the Gundam's taking forever to stand back up or whatever. 
But yeah. you can cancel stuff with like dashes. So you're supposed to be able to cancel different things and you know what cancels into what. So then when I first started, you know, I just looked really slow. It took you know forever to crouch. It took forever to like hit something. It took forever to shoot and reload. But then now once you get used to how to like, you know, time everything so that you're moving quickly, I'm like flying all over the fucking place. And then there's bosses <laughs> that are also flying all over the place. And the bosses which I think is really fair, and I wish more games did this, the boss can do everything that you can do. So when you're fighting the boss, it's like fighting another player online as opposed to fighting a boss that has like a shit ton of health and is just doing crazy shit that you can't do or whatever. Um, gotcha. It actually feels like, because they're, they're canceling stuff that the regular grunts don't do or whatever, but you can do. So everything they can do, you can do. So it's more even and you have to like be on your toes or whatever. So it's really interesting. I feel like this game got slept on um, last year just because the main game, Battle Operations, is not very popular. It's just like a free to play mm-hmm. game. This game is actually really well done. It's very unique. I don't. I haven't really played any other game like that. So interesting. But yeah. Um, so besides that, uh, speaking of a unique games that got slept on, Juan, Juan 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 Sword. I don't even know how to say that. Xuan-Yan, Good job, you did yeah. it. So Shen Wan, Shen Wan, probably Shen Wan Sword Seven, which is on. We're gonna look it up. Series X. I thought it's Shen. Um, I have this game. This is actually it's not a bad game. Um, it's definitely it's weird because it's it's really it looks like it has a super high budget in some areas and then a super low budget in other areas. So the game itself, the um, the performance is really is really good. Um, I can't. I think it may be just like a really even thirty. I don't know if it's at sixty or not. I honestly can't tell, which is weird. Um, but it's at a very high resolution. Everything looks really crisp. You know, it plays really well. Um, but you can where the jank starts creeping in is just like how you know animations, you know, the environmental detail and stuff like that. Because everything looks good on its own, and the characters themselves look really good, especially, like, their facial features and everything. But then, when you're walking around and you notice that, like, all the trees and grass is all cut and pasted and everything, then you're like, okay, now you're starting to see, like, the scenes here or whatever. Um, it's not a bad game. Yeah. It's just, I stopped playing it after a while just because the combat was just so shallow. It was super Man. shallow. Because, like, <laughs> you can... I could just mash heavy attack over and over and over, and then they get stunned, and then I just execute them. And I just I do yeah. the exact same thing every single time, no matter what. And I don't know it's if just, it evolves past weird. that or not, but it didn't the whole time I played. Yeah, so. I never... I wanted to play long enough to get that that extra party member, and I I couldn't take it. Because it was just like... The <laughs> combat was just way too easy. Like, you, all you have to do is mash one button, and then, like do the little execution move and then that was it so i was just kind of like you didn't get any magic or anything and i'm just like all right is this it like i don't you know i didn't feel like <laughs> you know playing for hours and hours and hours to get more shit so i just fell off yeah <clears throat> um so yeah and i played uh speaking of combat um that isn't shallow uh sifu so okay here we go because yeah. i i've played this too so i played sifu so it was kind of it was kind of weird. So I was talking with somebody um, that I'd known that I had, he had just gotten a PS5, um, and gotcha. so you know we're talking. He's like, "Oh, well, let me add you on, you know, PlayStation." All right, cool. He said, "Hey, have you tried playing Sifu?" I was like, "Well, I have it in the queue for me to get it on GameFly, but I haven't played it yet. But I have seen a lot of stuff. That's about it. That's how I have it. I got it through GameFly today." Yeah. 
So, and he was like, oh, well, um, I got it. You can try it out. I'm like, uh, okay. And sent me a SharePlay invite, and then I jumped on there. See, I've tried using SharePlay before on PS4. That shit never fucking worked. You know, it was always <laughs> bugging out, and you it, it would never uh-huh. work. So this time it actually worked. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. And then he handed me the controller through SharePlay. You can hand over controller or whatever. So I was controlling Sifu from his ps5 where he lives at you know from where i'm at so it's, it's kind of like the poltergeist his hand comes through your screen yeah. <laughs> and hands you a controller <laughs> so i'm i'm playing it you know um remotely you know through my ps5 and everything which worked surprisingly well i don't think the last time i tried to play something um over the cloud on a playstation was playing uh dead space not dead space um Lost Planet 3 through PlayStation yeah, Now. I remember you talking yeah. about this. Lost yep. Planet 3 through PlayStation Now, like, way back when, like, PS4 first launched or whatever. I tried that out, mm. and it was not very good. Um, so it's a lot better now. It's honestly, it's it worked really well. It felt just like how it does on Xbox. Um, nice. Which I don't think anybody's really talking about that. I don't know anybody who's actually trying to do share play or played PlayStation Now in there recently. I, I saw some guy at work playing NBA 2K, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck, on his iPad, and it looks reasonable. So, yeah, it, it does look really good. And I, I honestly, I use remote play all the time on my phone playing Caravan Stories. So I'll be playing yeah. something on Xbox and then pull up Caravan Stories on my phone or whatever. So I do that, but I've never played, like, an actual game, you know, from the console. <laughs> A real yeah. game game. Yeah, because Caravan <laughs> Stories, I'm just clicking through menus. It's not, I mean, it's nothing. So. Yeah, it's not, not not anything you really have to worry so, about. So, I mean, yeah, and it, it plays really well. Um, Man, that shit is, you yeah. know, everybody's saying, oh, it's hard. I'm like, I mean, you know, it, whatever. I don't think it's hard. It's kind of unfair, I, honestly. <laughs> when I was when I was playing mm-hmm. it, uh, I was thinking, wow, the mechanics in this, I think you, I, I was thinking you would enjoy, just because it has that sort mm-hmm. of Almost like a fighting game esque, yeah. Like move set. Yeah. The way that that's why I don't like it though. The way and that's why I gave a up. couple things that kind of tripped me up. And on, I mean, I didn't play long enough to really like get super into it. But oh yeah, it. You know, normally when you play a fighting game or you play something else, you start to understand the rules and then you start understanding how you can bend them or break them or whatever. Which is kind of like yeah. you know what's going on when I was playing you know Code Fairy or whatever. So in here. I didn't really understand what they were. I'm fighting a character, I'm hitting them, and it looks like they're, you know, they're in a stunned state or whatever, and they're moving back, but all of a sudden, they just hit me with something. They attack you back. Immediately. And I can't dodge it, and I can't block it. And it's just like, well, why? (laughs) Like, how the hell does that work? (laughs) Here's something, and you may have had different results playing playing over SharePlay, and I was playing natively, Mm -hmm. so I could not get the timing down for the parry. It's, Um, it's... It's like random. I could it's not random. Get it. Like I couldn't get it either. Like sometimes I would do it, sometimes I don't. I'm like I chalked it up to SharePlay, but honestly, it was it I was couldn't weird. get it. I would see a move coming, and then I would, you know, try to duck or dodge, and I would just get hit. Like I wasn't doing anything exactly. And it was just like, wait, what? So that was getting on my nerves. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, why can't I grasp this? This should not be hard. To that get. was that was that's like, weird. And then the next thing, because I mean, I play games like that all the time. You know, once I know how I. to do that, then it it's not a problem. Like another <laughs> game on this list, I'll actually talk about, yeah. um, which I'm not saying has good combat, but yeah. like I got the parry down, yeah, <laughs> like pretty quick, right? So, so I, I don't know what was going on with that. And the next thing is, 
it's kind of unfair because you can't heal yourself until you buy the upgrade to heal after takedowns or you you know specifically get to a shrine or whatever in between that you're just asked out so yeah. Like, I was getting, you know, I would get smacked like every once in a while, but I'm doing good. And then I would get to a part where there's, like, three or four characters. I'm like, all right, I'm fighting one. And then as soon as I turn to fight one, another one just comes out of nowhere and just hits me once, and I'm dead. And I'm like, can I, like, is there, like, a health pickup I can get somewhere? Like, am I missing something? <laughs> it's just weird. Like, why do I have to go through this whole level with just, like, two little specks of health, and there's literally no way for me to get it back? That was just, it was weird. I didn't like that at all either. But, I mean, you can once you upgrade it. It's like, but you have to play through, like, the first two or three levels or some shit not being able to heal at all. And it's like, to me, that's Also, just, I wasn't a big fan. That doesn't make it hard. This it's was just a, unfair. <laughs> maybe this is just me, but, like, you looked at all, like, the upgrade moves and, like, even some of the base yeah. moves. Of course, you have, like, attack, strong attack, yeah. whatever, dodge, bullshit. Yeah. But then you have, like, pull back on the stick and then push forward. This is, like, this is, like, fighting game shit. Yeah. I don't, this is not like, to me at least, and maybe I'm just like slow. Mm. This is not something I could just execute on the fly when there's a group of dudes around me. Like, See, no, that to me, you know? <laughs> that to me is some Devil May Cry arena fighter shit. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, directional. I mean, maybe if I played this game a lot, like maybe three, four times mm. through, then maybe I'd be popping off this shit. But yeah. like, you know, when I'm at that little red screen or whatever, and they're like, hold back and press forward and triangle at the same time, I'm like, okay. No. That's not impossible yeah, yeah, yeah. to do, but I'm not just popping I, that off. I get what you're saying. To me, that's that's not like a fighting game. That's like Devil May Cry. That's like Arena Fighters. Um, games like that. See, there's a reason why Ninja Gaiden and God of War, to me, are have amazing controls, and something like Devil May Cry does not. I can't stand Devil May Cry's controls, but people love it just because it's been like that for so long. When they actually fixed the controls in DMC, people hated it. Yeah. You know, it's doing motion inputs in a 3D game is ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. When you're in a 2D game, when you're in Street Fighter, you know, up, down, left, right, or whatever, it makes a, it makes lot, a lot more makes sense because there's sense. only four directions well, you can go. Not only <laughs> that, but at tops, you have to do with maybe two other people, mainly one right. other person, the opponent, not like a group of guys. And the biggest thing is, you're facing towards your opponent, right? So if you have to do a down back and a kick to do a touchdown or whatever, if you press back, you don't turn the other way to look somewhere else. You're still facing them. You just kind of shuffle back a little yeah. bit. You're back, when you're in a you're 3D back, game, right. you're turning towards wherever the fuck you're pressing. So how the hell am I supposed to do a back forward? And I'm just like... You have to do it like so fast. <laughs> I'm like, how am I doing yeah. that? And it's... It's very awkward. It's super awkward. And then... And I didn't like those That's actually what threw me off. Yeah, I didn't like that shit at all. Because I was just like, okay, why can't I just hold triangle? Right. Like, yes. that, would, that would execute the same he yes. move. So, in God of War, you actually... You held a button or whatever, or there's different timings of button. In Ninja Gaiden, there's different combinations of X and Y and stuff. But there's not really directions. You don't have to... But yeah, but, you know? but there's yeah, there's not like left, right, X, Y. Yeah, when you're in a that three, would be stupid. no, that's stupid. See, that's that's why I never, uh, I could never get really into how Devil May, even though I love Devil May Cry games, Devil May Cry games, you have to like, you know, press back and then forward and then do an attack and everything. And I'm like, what the f like, how to? No, I don't want to do that. So you have to I lock to on place, to like do anything. It's I don't I don't like that. It's a little it's a little easier for me in Devil May Cry. It may just be that like you said, I'm used to it. Yeah. 
But with this, I'm not used to it, right? So, like, I go in and I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. So I just stop playing so, it. I mean, I'll... If that's your thing, great. I'll try to get I more... there's a good game here. Yeah, I'll try to get more into it. But honestly, I couldn't figure out <laughs> what... I, I couldn't figure out what it... Because, I mean, in something like Ninja Gaiden, it gives you all the tools you need to be able to do whatever you need to do from the get-go. I mean, there's upgrades to make you stronger... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could do a throw and you could block and dodge and heal yourself and everything from the get-go. You can do everything already. So, I mean, the the difficulty is not from you not being able to defend yourself. It's you having, you know... You being walled off from basic-ass abilities. Yeah, yeah I hate games that do that. I hate when games, yeah. like, they keep you from doing real basic shit. Uh, you know, like, uh, the, my number one pet peeve, a game that has double jump where you have to upgrade to double jump. Like, I don't yeah. get... If if you're going to give me a double jump, just give me the fucking double jump. Why do I have to upgrade to a fucking double jump? That doesn't make any sense. You know, actually, this reminds me of a fucking... I think it's Assassin's Creed Unity, where you have to, like, learn how to do... Um, the stealth assassination. That's the whole it's fucking like, did game. You not, did you not like think to just stab them when they weren't looking? Maybe it's the double stealth assassination. But either yeah, way, it's, it's did you just not think like, hey, maybe if there's two guys, I could just stab I them. I hate both? shit like that. Or games where they yeah. start you off and you can only do light attacks and you have to upgrade to unlock heavy attacks. Like, get the fuck out of here. That shit is so dumb. <laughs> so this game kind of does that, and I'm just like, how is this the greatest, you know? fucking action game to ever come out when it's like basic yeah. you know whatever i was excited I'll for it chance. i'm not gonna i'll I, give it another chance but i, I, I don't see the hype <laughs> i already already sealed mine up i'm probably gonna send it back to me i here's the thing if i didn't already have like a calendar full yeah. of shit or like a backlog full of shit that i needed to get mm. to i probably would be giving it more of a chance mm. but i gave it it's due i feel a lot of the difficulty is I would say artificial and unfair. Um, Ninja Gaiden was, and I'm going to keep um, comparing it to that because it's my, my favorite I mean, character. Yeah, I mean, game. Ninja Gaiden is a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a reason why it's a fucking classic. <laughs> you know, it's that yeah. that difficulty is not some artificial. Most of the time, not all the time. Most of the time, it's not some artificial bullshit where you can't even defend yourself. Or there's mm. never a time in Ninja Gaiden where you get hit by some shit because you literally can't do anything about it. Like you, yeah. there's always you can always block, you can always dodge, cancel, and all this other stuff. You have ways to defend yourself. If you get hit, it's your fault. You know, most of the time. Even something like um, like Sleeping Dogs hand to hand combat yeah. kind of made me think of that. I'm just like this. That's better. Yeah, me. you know, it's more simple. Yeah, but it gets the job yeah, done. Yeah, I didn't get it. I'm like, they're they're you know in a stun state. They're moving backwards, and all of a sudden they just like punch me, and I'm just standing there, and I just <laughs> I eat the like, punch. <laughs> And I can't like dodge or anything, and I'm like, how the hell? How are they able like, to there are no, react faster? There's no than me? tell for that. Yeah, there was absolutely no tell. It doesn't for make that. any sense. So uh, you know, whatever. Anywho, yeah, we move on. Yeah, we're at like 50 <laughs> minutes, and you're not even through the games. So my last one here um, is Switch Sports, um, which I played as well. Not very much though. So, so you're gonna have to talk about. I got this in um, from GameFly. Um, I wanted to get it especially because I mean. I played Wii Sports and it was, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a little party sports yeah, game. Yeah, you know? And, you know, my wife my wife has been on like a Switch tear recently, so she's been playing a lot of Overcooked, you know, with her sister and her friend or whatever. And then 
Um, you know, we played Switch Sports. She's also been playing a lot of Tetris on there. Um, mm. And, you know, so since she's been using it, she's been using it in portable and portable mode most of the time. And she'll, she'll ask me, she asked me the other day, because she used to love Diner Dash. Um, say, well, do they have something like Diner Dash on the Switch? I'm like, I mean, yeah, sure, I think so. So, oh, she hands it to me, and she's like, hey, can you find it for me? I'm like, no, bro, I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm, like, in the middle of a game, whatever, like, I'm fucking, middle you know, something find right that shit yourself. <laughs> Mine's actually Look it up on uh, Google or something. On Switch, so. um, but anyway, so we were playing Switch Sports, um, which, by the way, I don't like the new redesigns for the for the characters. I don't like them. Um, I, I'm... I'm torn. I'm just going to say I don't like them because I like the idea, but then at the very beginning, you only have like six different options for hair. Okay, so that I don't like. But the thing is, you can unlock more stuff, but it's just like, why? Why, why do I have to why? play for hours to unlock a basic <laughs> Looking like a doofus, I, I don't even look like. like I don't even look I can't like. get a fucking Caesar? Like, what? Why can I not no. get a basic-ass Caesar <laughs> in this game? Okay, so, like, the hair... None of the hairstyles on there match my hairstyles, uh, even. So, and I have, like, pretty basic hair... We both have basic like, hairstyles, how the fuck? if you think about the it. The first three options they have for male characters in this damn game for hair is this, like, side-shaved boy band swoop bullshit. They had the, <laughs> the fade locks or whatever, and then some other shit, and I'm like... Yo, where the fuck? Nobody has like, that. Like, how did where, where is the basic Caesar? Where the hell? Like, how do you make this game? I have to unlock that shit. I have to unlock just cutting off all my fucking hair. I have to unlock that. Come on, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that shit is so dumb. Yeah. So besides that, um, I might switch back. I like the fact that you can switch to him. Yeah, at least, I'd so. switch to me immediately. <laughs> and then my wife did too. You know, because I, I, you know, just to start, you know, to jumpstart it, I created her a character. And she was like, oh, what kind of hair do, um, do they have? And I started, like, the only three options. She was like, uh, no, fuck that. Switch me to the Wii, to the me, or whatever. So we're both me's. But, of course, you can't change any of the other characters to me's. I wish there was a toggle where you could be like, yeah, I want all, all me's. me's. Or all not, because they don't, they clash. <laughs> they do. Because I have my, I have my hard. me, and then it has all the, the newfangled, whatever the fuck characters walking around. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't like that, you yeah. know? Come on, Nintendo. And who told you to change the damn... Why don't you just, like, upgrade their look, their, like, you know, the graphical fidelity, but then keep the same basic... Somebody was being very ambitious. Because, I mean, really what it Xbox did that. They had their characters on 360. They upgraded right, them for they the did. Xbox. I mean, nobody really cares I mean, about yeah. them, but I think they did. But, yeah, right? I feel yeah. like they did. Because, I mean, they upgraded the options that you had. There's way more options. But the basic graphical style is still the same they look the yeah, same they're just yeah. like more there's like more fidelity more options why didn't you do that nintendo this is your shit this is what you do you couldn't figure that <laughs> yeah. shit out you gave me some boy band swoop bullshit instead of just upgrading my me come on man <laughs> come on <laughs> why didn't you do that <laughs> so i mean the actual gameplay so Where's my goddamn me nintendo <laughs> <laughs> the 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 basic the gameplay itself is actually I mean it's really well done I think um, I mean I only played one sport did you try all of them, them. Yeah, which one did you play okay I only tried badminton because badminton I like is fast as shit <laughs> and I I was like if this works well I think I'm in yeah and it worked yeah, great yeah, it so worked I was great. like all right cool my wife was kind of upset that she couldn't move your character on some of these on most of them actually and I'm like. I mean, you could just move around in you real can. life. It'll yeah. move for you. <laughs> I mean, you can move them a little bit, but it's like, I mean, do you really not want it to automatically move your character to where they can receive the ball or whatever? Like, I mean, 
Yeah. That's you're gonna want to do that. And she was like, Well, I wanna move the character like to miss. <laughs> like I don't you know, yeah. whatever. But um oh and the tennis, you know, it actually registers forehands, backhands, you know, overheads and stuff like that. Lobs. Like okay. it's it's nice. Um I like it. Um uh bowling is pretty good. Um it could tell yeah, when you're curling the ball and everything like that. Um I've I feel like it's more bare bones than the Wii version. Maybe I'm just rem- remembering wrong. Well, remember we had it's like I think it's half as much. I think um, Wii Sports Resort even has more stuff in it, and yeah. they they even said like golf and like I feel like something else was coming later. And there there is, but I was figuring that there'd be some sort of like I don't know campaign or maybe like a nope. maybe like a tournament mode or something. There's and nothing I think, like that. It's just don't quote me on this either. Matches. But I seem to remember Nintendo Life saying that the online, like the bowling, you can't just play bowling online. You have to. It's like elimination bowling only. So if you get knocked out like in the first round, you're just like, well, I guess I have to start. You can't like finish the whole game unless you win it. That's which is annoying. I mean, the lack of options. Like I went, in, I literally went into the options menu, and there's like two options. Nothing. <laughs> it's yeah. just. I have a feeling they're gonna add more stuff into it. It's probably gonna be so. like uh, I hope so. Like Mario Tennis or Mario Golf was, where it's just like it comes out kind of bare bones, but then they just kind of like push stuff there constantly I hope so. for a little while. They need to add new modes because there's there's literally only three modes. There's local play, online play. Um, I don't remember what the third mode was, but it, it was like training or yeah. something like that. Super, super. Su- it's like it's like really, really bare bones. So I mean, yeah. unless you really, really want to have that Wii Sports um, nostalgia or whatever, I, I don't think it's worth the money that they're charging for I think for if it, you honestly. have people coming over, like, this would be a fun yeah. thing to bust out. I mean, it's a, it's a great game, so. don't get me wrong, but, I mean, there's, you get, like, an hour of fun out of it, honestly, unless you're, like, super hardcore, um, yeah. you know, Switch Sports. It's just, like, there's, it's so, there's, and then there's not a lot of options for you to choose when you're actually you know, playing a, one of the games, you know, so you're you're just doing the same single round over and over, pretty much. I don't know. It's just it's, and it's fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, really? It's only fifty dollars because of the strap that comes with. It. If you buy it digital, it's forty bucks. I guess. I mean, it's Nintendo. Whatever. It <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Nintendo. Go to Nintendo. People are gonna buy it. So, I'm just yep. I'm glad I'm that sure I rented it I'm so sure I can get my phone out of it and. Uh, I rented it too. I probably will end up keeping it just because it's it's a game that I'm gonna buy. Uh, I'll I'll buy it if it I'm goes gonna on, end up getting the game. Like sale. it's it's not it's not a if it's a yeah. win. So <laughs> like you know, and it's not like it goes on sale. Uh, those sort of games go on sale no, a lot. So and I think the keep price on GameFly for me is like thirty two or something like that. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I'll, I'll I'll wait till they they add in like golf and all that. Because um, that's actually interesting. Because really. To add golf, you'd have to have like a full ass eighteen holes golf game or whatever, which none of the other games are really. Well, I haven't played soccer yet because you need to have both sides of the controller to play soccer. Um, oh, do you? Yeah, so that that is the only one I haven't played. Um, so if you play that, you actually you know you have to have the full thing, um, which I only have one Joy-Con controller set. So me and my oh, wife really? can't play if we need both sides. So. Huh. Um, and how do you feel about repairing stuff? I, I could send you an extra pair. Well, people give me their broken ones. 
Mm. So like I to repair mm. and they they just let me have them. So like I have a broken pair right now. Somebody gave me. <laughs> I'm sure it just needs new thumbsticks because they said it was drifting. Oh yeah, yeah. So I I'll send you those for free if you want. Just pay <laughs> pay me some shipping sure, or whatever. I can do that. Get you an extra <laughs> pair. So this weekend, of course, now that you know her sister and her husband are over at the house now, um, I think they should have their switch with them. So we'll probably we'll probably go. try some stuff. Um, speaking of that, yeah. I have I got upgrade. Well. My Switch Online, because they're trying to play um, Overcooked Online, um, which you can only play in Overcooked 2. Overcooked 1 doesn't have online play. But so Overcooked 2, they're trying to play that online, and I had run out of uh, my Nintendo Online stuff, which I didn't even realize that it ran out, because I, mean, I never played online anyway. Yeah, you don't really mess with stuff yeah. like that. So then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to upgrade it. And you know, her uh, uh, brother-in-law, he was like, well... You know, I have, like, a family plan that I've been doing. I have, like, a bunch of people on there. I'll just add you to that. And I'm like, okay, sure. So now I have, nice. like, the the duper edition online. With oh, the, you got, you got the expansion. Uh, Deluxe yeah. Online. I think they call, it, oh, they call okay. it Nintendo Online with expansion or some shit like that. That's what it. Yeah, it's not a very fluid like Nintendo. Come on, but really? <laughs> I mean, if any, if anything else, it's quite clear what you get. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but you couldn't slap yeah. on some PR bullshit like you know Xbox yeah. Live Ultimate Gold, you know yeah. Game Pass it, Edition. It, it's, <laughs> it's like if you went to PlayStation uh, Burger King and. Instead of ordering the Whopper, you ordered the big hamburger with cheese and lettuce. <laughs> like, you know, even Sony got in on that with their, you know, PlayStation Plus Deluxe Ultra Super Duper or whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. Super anyways. Duper. But yeah, so uh, I guess I can download the, the Mario Kart levels and shit like that, too. There you can. Give them a shot. Yeah. One of them, uh, the last one in that batch is actually really good. I liked it a lot. It's like this uh, feudal Japan castle, mm. and you're like a... It's it's not like full. It's it's like uh, you're small, mm. so you're riding around. It's not like um, yeah, it's not scaled properly, but it's really cool how it mm. is. You're like riding around on the rafters and stuff. It's, it's very mm. cool. <laughs> yeah, that was it for me. That's it for you. <laughs> Only an hour yeah. in, and probably not quite an hour because we we recorded it a little mm. bit later. But that's fine. Uh, I guess I'm gonna continue with this switch train. So we talked of what was it like? Well, it was last episode that we announced. We didn't really announce. We announced it, actually. <laughs> We're the announcer. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming in July, mm. the end of July. So I, I made the offhand comment of, oh, I guess I need to get around to Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because I never finished it. And, I, and I, I did that this week, so I didn't finish it. I started it again because I started my game up, and you ever have that moment where you're like, fuck. Like, you start it, and you're like, I don't remember what I was doing. Hmm. Like, what's happening? Who Who is this person? Mm. So I'm having that moment. And even though I'm like 15 hours in, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to start. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I started over. Yeah. I, I'm like five hours mm. in now. But I'm starting to, like, remember some of that mm. stuff now. The beginning of that game, I don't know if you played it, is, like, very slow. I though. downloaded it. I'm going to get to it. <laughs> it, it'll 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 get played at some point <laughs> keep going like it does pick up after a little mm. while like but i forgot how like slow the beginning of that game mm. was also like this outside of the resolution because mm. the resolution is where it like takes its hit mm. it plays okay and you do see some drop frames like in the bigger areas but it's really not bad like i'm surprised at how well it seems to do mm. and it looks good it's just 
play it uh don't play it portably play it on your tv mm. sit away from your tv a little bit maybe <laughs> you know oh man sit across the room <laughs> it does look good though i mean as a, uh, you know disclaimer of course as switch games go mm. uh it looks pretty damn good and I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying it the main character like people don't like him yeah because he's like I'm a little okay fucking kid <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm like really tired of this trope of just like playing as little ass kids. Um, in in Japanese the thing stuff is, he's general. not really <laughs> a little kid. Like, he's meant to be older than they kind of like portray him. Though he's meant to be like a teenager, but they the way they he comes off like a ten year old. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's in general like games, you know, anime, yeah, be a grown like, up, shit like that. Is just I'm I'm tired of having to play as a fucking middle schooler. <laughs> like all. They're obsessed with that. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I'm enjoying it, though. I'm, I'm, I'm like, kind of questioning. It's like, why did I stop playing this? I'm actually, something must have came out. That's the only thing I Mm. can think of. But I'm, I'm enjoying it, though. It's, it's pretty good. And, um, I haven't unlocked, uh, is it Mithra? I don't remember. Yeah, I think that's her name. You get her eventually. The other, like, thirsty anime girl that they have, like, on there, like, Mm. It's like, how do they even get away? Look at Pyro when she shows up. <laughs> like, she has these like hot pants on, and I'm just like, what the? Who who designed her? <laughs> like, the Japanese. <laughs> the, yeah, the and Japanese see, the as a thing, whole. The is, thing is, I guess in our stuff, it has to be like GTA or something like that for us to have that. Nah, they could have that in Barney and Friends. <laughs> They'll have the yeah, chick with the true. fucking. I mean, look at Pokemon. Misty was walking that's around true. in a halter top and like hot pants and shit like that. You know, just. Yeah. I mean, for them, it's just natural. <laughs> it, it is what it is. They have that titties point. out in um, damn kids' anime, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, they don't really, like, lead into that a whole mm. lot. Of course, they make, like, uh, there's a lot of... Lingering like, camera and like that, pans and awkward Stuff like that, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the usual... Um, the usual uh, fan service The bullshit. usual anime yeah. trope. <laughs> yeah, it, it has all those. I mean, you could you could practically have a checklist absolutely you'd hit them absolutely. but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine though that's why we love this stuff though. I mean, that's part of part of the reason why we love this stuff i'm gonna continue with this mm. though i don't know how long it is i am critical pathing this shit though they'd be like oh help me kill these buddies nope fuck those guys <laughs> fuck i don't care don't need them yeah, exactly my wife's lost in the forest well i guess you better go find them. <laughs> like, uh, i got so shit bad. to do i'm not doing it oh, <laughs> exactly man. I got other games to play. Buddy. <laughs> uh, so the, the uh, third one, this this uh, sequel that's about to come out, the characters look re- pretty damn interesting. So I might yeah. just skip two they're altogether. Up for one, that was the one thing that was like, oh shit, they're not little ass kids. I might go straight to three yeah. and fuck two, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, and I, and I'm playing in English and on two. Mm. Uh, that you know. I know this game is, like, dubbed in, like, Europe and everything, mm-hmm. but, God, these are some British-ass-sounding yeah. people. Uh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> it just sounds like they're, you know, fucking, ask, you know, begging for scones every five seconds or something. <laughs> <laughs> the the main character, Rex, he has, like, a Cockney accent, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's, like, the word mm-hmm. I want to use, but he has this very, like, ridiculous accent mm-hmm. sometimes, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. He didn't even yeah. try. First one was like that too. <laughs> it's always funny. Dragon Quest and and Xenoblade games in English. See, Dragon <laughs> Quest, I I got mm. that of course, but not as much. <laughs> this I'm just like, okay, like what did you just even say? Like, 
Like, I don't even Interestingly, know. Interestingly, I don't think Xenoblade Chronicles X does that. Or maybe... No, and here's the thing. Some of the characters in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, like yeah. Pyra, she does not really have. Or if she does, it's, like, minor. Mm. But, like, Rex and, like, some of the other characters are really bad. <laughs> uh, oh, man. In fact, I would even say Pyra is probably an English voice actor, like, like an American voice actor. Because she doesn't have, like, that. Mm, maybe. Uh, whatever. I'm going to continue with this. In fact, that's probably what I'm going to be playing after this podcast mm. records. I was playing it earlier. I'm doing, like, every... Every night I'm doing like mm. an hour. I figure a couple of weeks I'll be done. Mm. Um, on the other hand, people at work, we've been talking about Midnight Club. Wow. For some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I, it just came up. I wouldn't know either. <laughs> I, I haven't I thought know. about it Midnight Club up, since the, the PS2 era. <laughs> but we was talking about Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. Right? So, we had so like, oh, many of those game. on the shelves back at uh, GameSpot back in the day. <laughs> yes. And I was like, man, that game was pretty good. And uh, yeah, so I just popped it in. I started playing it. And that game holds up. Like, it is a lot of fun. You know, um, that's the main thing I miss about Rockstar is them making games that aren't GTA. Aren't Grand Theft Auto? Or, 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 or Red yeah, Dead Redemption. Red Dead. You know, actually making different can we get a Can we get a new Midnight Club Rockstar? Come on. I know, for real. That, that, that would make me so happy. I, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but... Uh, it was fun. It was fun. A little bit I played. I played for Bobby about three or four hours, and I, I had a lot of out of blast. Mm-hmm. So uh, while I had my this, there's a little bit of a story that goes behind mm-hmm. this one. I got a copy of Go Go Hyper Grind mm-hmm. on GameCube. Yep. Are you familiar with this game? I'm familiar with it. I've never played it though. Okay, this game is like stupid rare and expensive mm-hmm. now. Like three hundred dollars is what the guy was asking for this Jesus. game when I got it. I did not give him. Oh, I would hope not. Throw... Yeah, <laughs> just go ahead and throw me in the mental ward. I didn't give him three hundred dollars. I didn't give him any money actually. Wait, what? Um, no, I, stole it. I did not steal it. Did not steal it. Um, so I'm not one to collect everything for a console mm. like. When I say right now, oh, I have every Wii U game. I don't have every Wii U game. I have every Wii U game that's worth right. playing. Right? <laughs> mm. So, like, with GameCube, I'm kind of in that same position. I have just about every game I'd ever really mm. want. Except for, up until recently, Go-Go Hypergrind was mm. one of them. Uh, uh, Cubivore I really want. Mm, okay. And uh, Gotcha Force is another game I really want. Both of those games are, like, stupid expensive mm. now, and I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to mm. get them. Anyway, saw this Go-Go Hypergrind at a used video game store. Mm. And I'm like, well, there's no way. So I just didn't even mm. worry about it. Um, uh, moving on to a couple days later, I'm reorganizing my mm. shelf. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have an extra copy of Fire Emblem Path of Rage. <laughs> I have two copies of this game. Um, I have a complete copy, and then I have, like, a disc copy I found in a GameCube. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm just like... I know it's an off chance. I'm gonna call this mm. guy. <laughs> so I called up that store, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll do a, sto- a straight swap because I'm sure he could sell Fire Emblem for three hundred bucks for a lot easier than he can sell Go Go Hypergrind for three hundred bucks." Right, yeah. So, so yeah, I drove up there and I switched it out. Um, Did you give him the complete one? And yeah, no, oh. hell no. <laughs> I gave him the disc <laughs> only one. <laughs> Come on, man, get a little more credit than that. Oh, man. Oh, I gave him the disc on the oh, I got a, All I got is a disc and this GameStop sticker. <laughs> so, yeah, nah. Uh, but um, that game, it's not the best game by mm. any means. Since you've never played it, I, or, 
I imagine most listeners probably mm. never played it. What it is, it's like a um, the story or scenario they set up for you is like there's cartoons, mm. uh, and there's of course drawn cartoons, and then like the other way cartoons happen is if they they hire cartoon actors to do stuff. Okay. They're like the cartoon world is like a, it's like um, Who Framed Roger mm. Rabbit? Think mm. of it that way, like. Uh, but they want to do this like extreme sports mm. thing, so it's Tony mm. Hawk. And you go through these levels as missions, so it's like it plays a lot like Tony Hawk, mm. actually. But the like key difference is, a you're playing as like this wacky cartoon mm. character. But you go through and you do like a high score thing, and then you go through and you do like a. Uh, they give you like directions, like oh, get flattened by mm. something, and so you'll, in comically cartoon fashion, get mm. flattened, or set yourself on fire. Mm. Now go blow up this wall. Now cover this thing and paint. You know, drop a piano on somebody. If you weren't head, talking about a cartoon, this would be like the most violent game ever. Very violent, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very violent. But that's that's what it is, and that's that's really that's interesting. It reminds me a lot of um, that Capcom game Under the Skin. I don't know if you ever mm. saw that on PS2. That reminds me a lot of that. So, but I have it now, uh, and I of course I, if I have it, I'm going to play it. So I played it. It's pretty mm. good. I got the wave yeah. this time. <laughs> You're not blurry. And the last two games I played on Series mm. X, uh, Trek to Yomi came out mm. yesterday on Game Pass. Started playing mm. that. That was the game I was talking about. I have the parry down almost <laughs> like immediately. I got the parry mm. down. Sifu could learn a thing or two. <laughs> but if you have Game mm. Pass, and I know mm. you do, but I'm just talking listener-wise. You should try this. It's pretty good, especially if you like Kurosawa mm. films or whatever. It's the only my only real detriment is the combat's kind of mm. shallow, and it's it's very much like you have a screen, figure out like the general like whatever, mm. uh, fight two or three mm. bad guys, go to the next screen, fight two or three bad guys. It's the same thing over and over mm. and over. And over, it's very shallow, but I think it's going to be short. I'm only on, I'm already on chapter three. I don't even know how many chapters there are, and I played it for like an hour. Hmm. Okay, it's yeah, good I mean, though. It might be worth it. Reminds, if, it's, if it's short like that, yeah. I think it's going to be short, and I have a. I, I can't take credit for this, but someone on Twitter said, "Oh, this is like what uh, if they put Ghost of Tsushima on like Vita? <laughs> like, this is like this is what this game would have been." I was like, "Yeah, hey, you know, I can see that." Because it has, like, a very, like, 2.5D thing mm. going on where it's, like, you can't freely mm. run around, but you kind of can. They'll take they'll take the, they'll take control away from you mm. sometimes, and you could only go on a 2D plane. Other times you can kind of yeah, inch around, up or down a little mm. bit, but it's good. And last game, and we're at the hour and 15-minute mark, so, yeah, I'll try to keep this quick. But my new contender for game mm. of the year is Stanley Parable. The Stanley Parable, excuse me. Ultra Deluxe. Okay. Dude, so good. So good. I don't know if you'll be into it. I wish I had Duffer here to talk about this, actually. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, remind me. It's so damn good. (laughs) I mean, I remember seeing this game, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Is it like a... So, have you played it at all? Did you play it back in the day? Is this like a Mist-style 3D adventure game? Mm. Or... So, I'll I'll just give you the quick rundown. I played it Mm. originally... I've already played it on mm. PC. I didn't play it right when it came out. I played it like a couple of years mm. later. But even at that time, I thought it was mm. really good, but it wasn't like top mm. tier. Here it's top tier because it add, it's the same mm. thing, but it adds so much mm. more. The idea is you have, you have this office mm. worker and you're 
actions are being narrated. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, Stanley, uh, all of his coworkers were gone. He doesn't know what's mm-hmm. going on. Maybe he wants to check the meeting room to see if he missed a memo mm-hmm. or something like that. So you go to the meeting room, and he's like, oh, no, we should go to the boss's office. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, <laughs> so you go there. You, you can rather follow the narrator mm-hmm. or do the opposite of what he mm-hmm. says. And he will, like, narrate accordingly to what you're mm. doing. So the idea is you can get through the whole game in, like, I think it's, like, four minutes. It's, like, uh, one of the achievements is to get through the game in, like, four minutes and 20 <laughs> seconds or something <laughs> like that. But you just play the same thing over again mm. and over again and over again. And different things happen mm. every time. Um, I think the original has, like, 20 endings or something mm. like that. This one adds, like, another 20. Mm. And it adds a whole lot of, like, extra, like, little minor things. And they're all very, very self-referencing video game things. Like, like you can't mm. jump. But they're like, we added a jump! <laughs> but you have to be in this circle. So, like, there's, like, this taped-off circle thing on the ground. And it's like a jump counter. And it's how many times you can jump. <laughs> and so you get in there and you can jump, like, 20 times. And the counter goes down every time you <laughs> jump. And then you encounter this, like, several other times. Mm. And, like, that counter never goes back up. If you waste all your jumps, you're done. <laughs> you have no more jumps for the entire game. Um, there's, like, they're, like, we added collectibles now. So you have these little figurines you can collect. <laughs> and there's, like, six of them in the game. And they're, like, well, I'm not going to congratulate you because we don't want to <laughs> encourage this sort of thing. So, like, it's done. But you can get way more than that. Uh, there's so many goofy little things. Um, I... I I don't know if you would like it or not. It's one of those... I cannot think of another game like this. I'll have to... That's why I like it so much. It's very unique. I'll probably play that... I'll probably just, like, go on and do a stream where I hand um, Erica the controller and then just see how far she gets into it. <laughs> Usually something like that, I think it'd and be all... more um, her speed um, than me. Uh, I tried it with Nelly, and Nelly was bored. She might so... get bored, too. But I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, see. <laughs> I'm just because our wives seem very similar. Nelly got bored very quickly. Because um, the first couple times you mm-hmm. do play it, it is incredibly samey. Mm-hmm. Like, very samey. Like, okay. But, like, just do stuff you wouldn't think or do things that you think would annoy the, nar- annoy the narrator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would, he'll change things on you. Like, minor spoilers. Like, one of the endings is there's, like, an elevator you can mm-hmm. take down. And, yeah, it's just how you mm-hmm. move on. You take the elevator back up. You don't do this, but if, you, if you're like, I just want to see what mm. would happen, take the elevator back up and take it mm. back down and take it back up and then take <laughs> it back down. The narrator just is, is like, he's like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> Eventually, you just do this mm. enough. He gets to a point where he's just like thinking you're some sort of like uh, uh, genius. Mm. Like, and this is like some sort of part of a bigger plan and stuff <laughs> like that. And then... Uh, it's it's very good. It's it's only twenty five dollars. It's I already knew it was gonna mm. be good, so I paid it full price. Mm. Is worth twenty five dollars easily. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, contender for game of the year for me so far. Uh, I want to say it edges out Pokemon Arceus a little bit, but only maybe because it's fresh and Arceus mm. was like you know months ago. We'll we'll, rate, so. we'll revisit near the end of the year. <laughs> Yeah, but it's on the short list. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, really, I only have those two games that I say like are contenders for game mm-hmm. of the year, and that that's it. I only most of the games that I really love playing this year were last year's games. 
So I don't really have any yeah. games from this year that I would say is game of the year. I mean, for me, it's like sort um, uh, Stranger in Paradise just by default, just because. And I need to get there really I isn't any others that. for me. See, that's like another one. <laughs> and really, if this was just a port to, uh, you know, the Xbox mm. or whatever, um, then I would say, oh, this is a 2013 mm. game. I can't, you know. But no, they added so mm. much stuff. They even re-recorded a lot of stuff. They specifically say they don't use like the generic term. They say Xbox. Mm. They say achievements. <laughs> and if you if you're playing on PlayStation, they say PlayStation. They say trophies. Mm. Like. They record lines appropriate to this. Um, so, and then I mean, they, it's, it's they very... say switch, and then they say nothing. But yeah, okay. But yeah, I don't really know what the achievement system... <laughs> like, even looking at the achievements for this game, they're very, like... <laughs> they're very Stanley Parable-esque games. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> one of them is called You Can't Jump. So this is, like, if you try to jump a bunch. Because, I mean, you in a game like this, you would just assume you would be able mm. to jump... <laughs> But if you hit like the A button so many times, like just standing still, you're like, yeah. You can't <laughs> so that's that. You know, that's one of them. Uh, you get an achievement for getting achievement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but uh, that's going to be it for our games played this week. I know that was a long thing. We only have a few news things though, but uh, we'll be back in just a minute to discuss said things. We'll be right back. As I mentioned earlier, there's only a few bit of news things mm-hmm. on here. Really, kind of like some heavy hitting news, though. Yeah. Really, if you think yeah. about it, like some of these are pretty heavy. I did want to bring up. It's not mm-hmm. really news per se, and if you're the the type that mm-hmm. cares, I am the type that cares. But Reggie Fizeme, ex president of mm-hmm. Nintendo, he's a retired. He's uh, he has a book mm-hmm. out now. So like, it's like a business mm-hmm. book. Um, I'm not really that guy. I love Reggie though. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. It's called Disrupting the Game. It's not sponsored, mm. of course. He doesn't even know about me, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, Reggie he has a book. solid by and... uh, <laughs> hawking his shit on yeah, this episode. Yeah, you know, I, 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 got a, I got the audiobook, so I'm I'm listening to the first couple chapters. He also narrates the mm. book. And he's, uh, I got I to gotta say, that first few chapters kind of like, I don't say got me mm. choked up, not really. But, like, he's talking about Iwata and, like, his experience with mm. Iwata and, like, the whole, like, year leading up to Iwata's mm. passing. And I'm just like, wow, man, that's that's <laughs> like... I don't say tearjerker stuff. It's not mm. really. But, you know, you grow up with these people to mm. a degree. Like, Iwata was kind of like the, you know, he was part of your life for a long time. He was the guy doing the direct. Yeah. He was that guy. You never even saw him mm. in real life. But he was so, such a cool, like, as a CEO right. goes. I cannot think of another CEO that was as mm. cool as him. <clears throat> But, yeah, he was talking about his personal uh, relationship mm. with Iwata as well as kind of the business sense of mm. it, too. But, yeah, it's interesting. So I would definitely recommend checking it out. It's called Disrupting the Game, um, available where all books are sold. <laughs> Not all books. Pretty sure you couldn't find it at a gas uh, station. Probably at Barnes & Noble, though, and definitely on Amazon. I did see, I did um, <laughs> so. get some, uh, some interesting excerpts out of that. Um, like, one, when he was talking about... Uh, he said from the get go that Game Boy Micro was a bad idea, and they they did it anyway. Yes, which yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, it looked really cool. I haven't I haven't got to that part yeah. yet, but I I remember 
there's actually been a lot of stuff coming out about yeah. from this book that yeah. I've seen in the news. Like uh, the whole like he fought for Wii Sports to be right. back in game. Yeah. Which is just like, is like, yeah. duh. <laughs> why, why would you not? You know, that was that seemed kind of obvious, but yeah, he had to fight for that. Yeah. Um, that and like, well, what, one of the things that I list, I, mm. I read at what I read, mm. I read <laughs> the good bunny quotes. Mm. I listened to him read mm. to me. <laughs> um, was you know the whole like when the Wii came out, the whole like uh, the two Japanese businessmen riding around the country in a yeah. smart car, go, we mm. want to play. Apparently, everyone in Nintendo Japan hated really? that. <laughs> Because they were like, that does not represent, that's too casual for a Japanese businessman. But to do. that's why like, it's a cool commercial. <laughs> that's exactly like, why. That's why it's a great commercial. And that's another thing. Like, that was iconic like, Apparently, commercial. he butted heads hard with, with the people up there to get that commercial. He's like, you're going to have to trust yeah, me. That's an iconic commercial. <laughs> this is what you hired me to Nobody do. Nobody would believe. You need to that, trust me. You know, that two Japanese businessmen would go around and, you know, talk to the customers and try to hang out with them and everything. Them doing it in the commercial was just really cool. It just made it seem like Nintendo was like, hey, you know, we're, hey, you know, just, this yeah, is fun, right? It's great. Fun. So, I mean, it's, yeah, that was an iconic commercial. Yeah. And that's, that's, that, that was 100%. I mean, I don't want to say 100%, but that was, it was Reggie's yeah. idea, and he pushed to have. That's another thing he pushed to have done because they were like, "No, nah, we don't like that." And he's yeah. like, "Look, you hired me to be a marketing guy for America. to me. Let me market to in me, America." That goes down <laughs> in the know? pantheon of of classic video game commercials. You know, right next to um, Sega does or Nintendo. Uh, yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Well, people people know that if you mention this commercial, like yeah. I just mentioned to you, if I mention to some mm. rando. They know yeah. what I'm Crash Bandicoot about, so. yelling, at, you know, out of his mic- uh, megaphone or whatever at people. Yep, at the Nintendo yeah. headquarters. Um, the Kevin Butler, you know, Sony commercials and stuff. Oh my god, <laughs> those are all classic I didn't commercials. Like Kevin Butler, he was so annoying. But I mean, it was it was classic. <laughs> but no, I remember him. I remember him. Hey, you know, it, it did yeah, its job. Yeah, so, yeah. but I just wanted to bring that up. It's not really news, news. But, oh, uh, it's it's so far it's very. It was interesting. also apparently his idea to sell the 3ds at one ninety nine. And they went for two forty nine instead, I guess, to you know make up costs or whatever. And he was like, "Oh, yeah. that's not a good idea." And guess what? It was not. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good idea. So, you know, we didn't really talk about, it, but there's been a lot of like, I want to say, disgruntledness <clears throat> from employees or Nintendo of America mm. lately. Just has just <clears throat> been in the media, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not up on you know the information there, so I'm not gonna really talk mm. about that. It's just like if you want to look up stuff, um, there has been like. Some stuff come out recently about just people being overworked mm. and just people not enjoying their jobs like they mm. used to. I know uh, the people that did um, the Nintendo Minute, Kit mm. and Krista, they have their they, they left Nintendo mm. and they're they actually have their own podcast now. I think it's just called the Kit and Krista podcast. I've listened to it though mm. a few times. It's really good. It's enjoyable. Mm. The only thing I don't know about it is longevity, right. right? So it's like you have this storied history with mm. Nintendo. Once you're done talking about that, <laughs> where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know mm-hmm. how it's gonna go. Also, uh, speaking I, of, <laughs> speaking of yeah. people being um, disgruntled with their with their uh, uh, company that they work yeah. for, Yuji Naka is starting to, um, I guess, spill all the tea about his shit with Square Enix, which you know. <laughs> Spilling the tea is that a thing? That is that, is, that is absolutely a thing. But the, my thing is, okay, from the get go, I always thought that it was weird how bad Balan Wonderland was, um, because I mean Yuji Naka, 
He hadn't, he hadn't made games in a while. I mean, it's been a long time, but he knows what the fuck he's doing. So it was weird, and the way they advertise the game, it's supposed to be the second coming of, like, you know, of all those classic Sega franchises, you know, Sonic, um, Knights, you know, Billy Hatcher, <laughs> you know, whatever. And it, it, hey, don't, don't, don't shit on Billy Hatcher. But, like, it didn't... It didn't do any of that. The game, it just came out, and it was... It seems obviously unfinished. It's just really buggy. Oh, obviously. And then there's, like, a lot of stuff that is missing. A lot of stuff that they're like, hey, we wanted yeah, to have a, a game. lot of... The game part like, is yeah, missing. we want to have a lot of costumes, <laughs> so then they just put in a shit ton of costumes, and then but they were just all yeah. redundant and, and didn't really add anything. So anyways, you could tell that there's something going on there, but of course, you know, the game just came out. They couldn't really say anything. Yuji Naka was completely tight-lipped until recently. So I guess the um, there was an ongoing court case between him and Square Enix, and now that it's over, he's able to talk about it, and he's mm. telling everybody about it. <laughs> So he's saying that he was released from his duties six months before launch. Um, it doesn't say exactly why, but it says, you know, he was released from his duties six months before launch. Um, and he wasn't, there's was a lot of stuff that he had problems with between uh, Square Enix and the developers, which I don't remember the name of the developers, like Balan Company, uh, RZS, RZS, or something like that. that. That's his quote in this the article yeah. you sent me. He says, Square Enix and Arzest are companies that do not care about games and game fans. So, I just want everybody to know, that is a very hard-hitting quote. Because you have to think, this yeah. is, you know, this is a, a developer that's been in the, in the industry for decades. And not only in the mm-hmm. industry for decades, he's a Japanese developer, businessman, that's been in this game for decades. And, you know, talking about Square Enix. <laughs> Saying that they don't give a shit about the customer or whatever or about their games. That's kind of insane, you know. So there's definitely some shit going on there. And you could tell just from how the game turn, uh, turned out. There's definitely some shit that's going on there. I wonder if they were trying to... They wanted Yuji Naka to make a game, but then wouldn't give him the resources to really put all this effort into the game. Because RSS is making a game... This was not a game that they're really taking seriously. You know, Square Enix's internal developers were not working on it. And when you think about the the kind of prestige that Yujinaka is bringing to it and the kind of excitement everybody was mm-hmm. having for it, and you have like some random indie developer making it, you know, or something, ah, maybe that has something. This yeah, is all speculation. Yujinaka right now, cause, because that whole like lawsuit thing is going on, he's the person mm-hmm. to follow. I'm looking at some of his mm-hmm. other stuff. Um,. Uh, <laughs> Here's one. Here's one. I am truly sorry to the customers who bought my unfinished Battle Wonder World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Game creators are supposed to improve their games until the very last mm. minute, and to prevent them from doing so is still not right. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, I feel like they should have kept that game in the oven for like another year. Um, yeah. Well, I think what his takeaway was, or his like impression is, like the people obviously Square Enix is a company, right? Obviously, yeah. duh. These, these mm. are companies. But, and I'm of two minds, I get where they're coming from. They're there Yeah, to they money. need to have that shit out by the holiday and season. <laughs> and it's obvious. They gotta have it out. I mean, if you look at, like, um, friggin' Avengers, I mean, they're, they're mm. you know, uh, Babylon's Fall, didn't they publish that Yeah, too? yeah, they did. 
Yeah, so like they're they're there to nickel and dime mm. you to death, and I, I I get that they need to make money. That's part mm. of the business. I uh, don't. There's a lot of people bundling. Those all people those games together. don't care about you. They care yeah, about your money, yeah. right? The 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 business people, where you get the people that care about the games is people like Yuji Naka. It's people that they hire on that have the creative passion mm. for these games. I just hate when like. Like who knows what this game would have right. been if he yeah if he, he was really able got to got a chance to do what he to wanted use to use the full you know? power of you know Yuzhnaka or whatever in his group the full <laughs> power <laughs> exactly they were only using imperfect cells yeah exactly <laughs> they should have gave so. him seventeen and eighteen to eat first and then he would have been able to put out exactly. some some we serious could've... fire but that didn't happen but you know the the a lot of people are grouping up together and yet this kind of rolls into the issue which our next thing. Um, the the embracer group acquiring squares yep. you know western properties acquiring like all the ido stuff all the crystal dynamic stuff and everything so yeah i got that list yeah. here actually too uh their intellectual properties that are acquired from the uh, embracer group agreement mm. include they're not limited to mm. tomb raider deus ex mm. thief and uh legacy mm. of kane dark horse um these acquisitions also include Crystal mm. Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, mm. and Square Enix Montreal, and that's for a total of three hundred million. Which really that's, that's super low. Not a bad so deal. That is what <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been watching a couple other people's reactions to this and they got lowballed like crazy. Like the fact that they let it go yeah. for three hundred million, there must be something else going on because it doesn't seem like it'd be valued at only three hundred million. Uh, well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel's Avengers might have kind of hit them a little bit in the yeah, in the yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of people are are so they're just ready to be like they're they're <laughs> they're they're bundling together um, Avengers with Bell and Wonderland and um, Outriders. And uh, Babylon's Fall. Oh, Outrider! I've completely right. forgot about Outrider. Exactly. See, yeah. here's the thing, though. I thought Outrider was, was an all right game, but the thing is, they wanted to make it like a live service, like Destiny. And the thing is, they wanted to not, make it Destiny. It's not going to happen. Their entire <laughs> portfolio has been like, let's make right. a Destiny game. Exactly. And to me, that's the issue. Like they're trying to make every game into a live service now. Which, I mean, there's going to be people out there that complains anytime you make anything with any kind of monetization in it because they're just going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. I don't, monetization is not evil. They got to make money. So, yeah, I, I get, get that. Yeah. Things yeah. cost money. They cost more money now right. than they ever have. But, like, trying to make so. everything into a live service game is not the answer. Like, Outriders, yeah, because the thing about Outriders, it was a, it was a good, it was a decent game. It's not an amazing game, but it's a decent game. Yeah. Who wants to play that forever? Did anybody at Square Enix ask themselves that or look around like, who wants to play Outriders forever? Like, does the game even look interesting enough for you to want to play that for forever? Fuck no. But I mean, <laughs> if Outriders was an eight to twelve hour game, I would have beaten the game exactly. and be done with it by now. Yeah, and been and, and my outlook about it, I wouldn't have right. forgotten about it. I would have been like, wow, yeah, that was, was actually pretty game. good. You play, you get over with. It. That's it. Which would. I would have even bought an Outriders 2 had they released Funnily it. Funnily enough, that's kind of how it was for Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a one-and-done game. It's a really well-made game. I mean, they spent a lot of money making it, which apparently is the problem. They spent like $200 million, yeah. you know, making that game, and it didn't really recoup you know, a lot of that. But, I mean, it's a single-player game, and that's the bad thing. It was a single-player game with no monetization. But that's kind of their <laughs> fault, isn't it? Like, is there a reason why everything needs to be, like, 
that like high dollar expense. Like we talked yeah. about this. Well, I mean, they kind of had to, to for, that, for but, that game, but well, yeah, to yeah. to make what they wanted yeah. to. But we talked about this on the mm-hmm. missing episode, like you know, with Sega talking about bringing about Jack yeah. Radio and and uh, Crazy Taxi. It's like you don't need to like bet the farm on no. these games, right? Yeah. There are people that want this stuff. You don't have to like put hundreds of millions into this. Mm-hmm. Just make just make what you made before just make it a little bit better a little bit more a little mm. bit extra there's a there's a um i don't know if you've mm. seen it i'm gonna have to look it up there's a fan jet grind game it's like a concept yeah. really it's not real mm. a real thing um i wish i could think of what it's called but uh um, yeah so i mean honestly the only ones i see as like a as like a critical failure is Balan wonderland um and of course you know babylon's fall or whatever the other ones, Avengers, um, Avengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Outriders, I don't think were failures, but they were trying to make them into something that caused them to fail. Making Avengers into a live service forever game, I don't think it was a great idea. If they would have stuck more to, you know, like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance type thing. I like the gameplay of the game. I mean, the game is really good. I love. I enjoyed the game a lot. I don't feel like playing that game for forever either. You know, it's just not the kind no. of game that you'd want to play forever. I mean, I put a lot of yeah. time. In, yeah, I put a yeah. lot of time. Yeah, into we both Avengers. did. And it's just. I mean, it's a, it's a great game, but it's not. I mean, it's not that level. Yeah. It's not a forever. So game, I mean, no. Outriders. Although they they apparently are adding uh, Jane Foster Thor into the. You know, people got about annoyed about that too. I think it's cool they're adding a new character, but it was just like another thor okay <laughs> well it's it's i guess it was probably cheap for of course them it was a, a of course that's what they're doing that's why but it's just like you know all right well you know you know yeah. why but it's still disappointing because people want like a new character they don't they don't want an echo fighter but they want an echo like fighter. you don't <laughs> they're not called but echo yeah fighters, i mean but yeah yeah the game is basically <laughs> basically what that is but yeah and I mean, Outriders. That fan thing is called uh, Jet Set Radio Evolution. I just oh, sent you okay. a link to look yeah. at the trailer. It's, uh, but see, like that yeah. right there, it doesn't look a mi- like it costs a zillion dollars. And of course, a fan made it. And I'm sure, of course, it would cost a little bit more. But like that right there is mm-hmm. acceptable. Like just, just do that. Oh, just, just do that. that there's so many that. times that people have made um, better remakes or, you know, sequels of long dormant franchises than the I mean, actual you got a developers. Bomb commit. Rush Cyberpunk coming yeah. out, you know? That that just you could have done that. And that's an indie developer. I'm sure they're not spending There was on a that. uh there's a, a recent Anything, video a that I watched <laughs> where somebody was was um uh they were describing the differences between AM two R, which was that Metroid two remake and like Samus yeah. Returns, which was the official Metroid Two remake, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the kind of stuff when he really got into. I think AM Two R is like more positively yeah, they, received. They, he was describing <laughs> specifically why one was better than the other, and AM Two R actually seemed like if if you were someone who truly loved that game or whatever, then AM Two R would be the one that you'd want to play, not Samus Returns, because yeah. um, they they said that there's like a lot of stuff there was change taken out or or added in that just made it its own game Mm -hmm. which it was not a bad game but it's not like a remake really of the original if you're going off of like strict you know but anyway i mean but yeah i mean square i think that this may be a good thing for them because they've been 
I don't think Square really knows what they're doing when it comes to Western games, honestly. No. And I always thought that it was weird that they no, had Eidos and Crystal Dynamics and stuff in the first place. Um, so I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. This will help them to focus on more, you know, the important stuff they need to be doing, which is putting out fucking Final Fantasy and some other stuff like that. Yeah, Dragon Quest, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. They have plenty of shit on their plate, so uh, they'll be and, right. and you know, and, and maybe stuff like Deus Ex and Tomb Raider has a chance now to yeah, exist from easily. yeah, uh, coming from from somebody else <laughs> without without becoming a live service sort of. Yeah, God, you, know, you don't have to live service everything. Like, come on, man. <laughs> nope. All right, well, we got one more. Take us home, and then we'll be out of here. Speaking of trying to make a bunch of money, um, somebody who is making a shit ton of money <laughs> are is um, Maholio, which um made three billion off of Genshin Impact Cornholio. Um and like it's two years of existence. Um which three billion from a free to play like, you know, adventure game, this that's insane. I mean it's just people buying fucking loot boxes, really. Is <laughs> what they're getting Pretty this much, money yeah. from. It's just insane. So um I mean a Square Enix could make a loot box game <laughs> like that. See so yeah, put it on phones and keep it off. So of, Genshin uh, Impact, you know, um, it's pretty much the perfect. I mean, I like the game. Uh, I'm not. I haven't played it recently, and I'm not like super um, into it like a lot of uh, a lot of people are. But it is a very well made game, and I think it was pretty good. That game is a game that people would play as a forever game because the amount of different yeah. characters you could play. They're constantly updating mm-hmm. that shit. I mean, there's an update for that thing like every month or so. I mean, the world size is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. You're not like, again, you're not like in Avengers where you're like have like. Four There's a zones bunch of shit to that, do, you know, and the you actual know. the moment to moment gameplay and combat uh, facilitates you wanting to play it forever because there's just so much variety between the characters. the The basis of the game makes it so that it makes sense to play it forever. You know, there's all yeah. these different combinations you could do, all these elemental interactions and everything. It's an honestly really, really well-made game. So it's just kind of like, hey, Square. <laughs> come on. Just do this. <laughs> like, just, just, do, just do this. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. It's and like, I, I, I think Final Fantasy and... Uh, do, to kind of drag mm-hmm. on that a little bit. I think Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest especially have like such a storied mm-hmm. history. They leave yeah. those alone. But any new yeah. property, they're like, hey... Go crazy, man. Do whatever, do whatever, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Maholio, of course... Yeah. I mean, honestly, for... I keep thinking you're saying Cornholio. <laughs> but yeah, so, that. I mean... For this being a free-to-play um, cell phone go- game, pretty much... Uh, it has, like... A, you know, it has a pretty big budget. It's, it has some really good production values. And they're using this to make other games, too. Because there's another game that's coming out. Um, Hon- what was it? Honkai oh, yeah. uh, Star Rail... So, Honkai Pack 3rd sure. is another game that they have, and Honkai Star Rail, I guess, is a sequel to that. And there's a lot of um, connections between that and Genshin Impact and all that. Um, so, yeah. And, I mean, it's interesting to see what they're, they're going to do for this. Um, uh, hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they're on the right track. They're making a shit ton of money. So, they're doing something right, I guess. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I guess the story will develop at, at mm. that rate. So uh, that's all we have for today. Do you have anything else you would like to throw in there last minute? I say um, I don't really think anything else is majorly going. Uh, I think that's it for me. <clears throat> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. You can check us out uh, on uh, well 
podcast will be Welcome to the Game Room with an exclamation point on all major podcasting mm. services. We're on Twitter and Instagram under Game Room Pod. Dwight streams a lot more than I do nowadays. <laughs> I need to stream every other week. Yeah, you need to get one. back on it. <laughs> what is, well, hey, you know what? One <laughs> right. is more than zero. What is your uh, uh, Twitch so, ID? So at dmoney8719. <clears throat> okay, and when I start doing mine, I'm Michael underscore mm-hmm. McLeod. It's M-A-C-L-E-O-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you can find us at. In the meantime, I'm going to be a lot more active. I say I, I'm going to force myself yep. to be a lot more active on our social uh-huh. medias. So For real this time. We'll do it. <laughs> For real this time. For real this time. So I'm going to be more active. And um, I don't know when our next episode will be. I'm just going to call this season one. This is season one of the Game Room <laughs> Podcast. We're going to start season two fresh. It's gonna have. I have a lot of good ideas in the in the the chamber already. I got still got to work out a few other little things here though. I think we're gonna go back to a weekly format, but I'm thinking maybe like 15 episodes, and then we'll have we'll stop. We'll have a season three, you know. See how it goes, right? We're gonna play it by ear. Uh, I just want to do a little more to differentiate ourselves, you know. Uh, give people more of a reason to like because i mean i listen to other video game mm. podcasts i know you probably do too or i know plenty mm. of people do they don't want to hear the same thing right yeah over and over from from five different people mm. you know exactly so but uh with that um we'll see you guys well, i guess when we see i was gonna say in two weeks but we'll see when you see, yep, <laughs> when you see you then. all right goodbye all right, everybody before we go we'd like to leave you with this thought that I know tell them I won't be long they'll be happy to know that as you saw me go I was singing this song everybody (laughs) 